From Hollywood to you. Thank you for listening to us. Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest! On air, on air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. It's Wednesday morning, so, yeah, 1st of December today, 24 days till Christmas. Tonight is the fourth night of Hanukkah. And sunshine, pretty perfect for the first day of December. If you're listening around the country, listen to this. Mm. Highs around 80. Jeez. <laughs> Not in perfect upper 80s inland. I just know so many people listen on the iHeartRadio and Sirius XM. And you're you're putting layers on. Uh-huh. You're putting boots on. You're bracing your face and yourself to get outside. And here is Southern California with the 80s and upper 80s inland. It's going to be almost too hot. See, December I want it inland. cooler. It is too hot for December. You I want, want it to be it in the mid-60s right now. You want it cooler until you live in cold. And then you would say, yeah. I'll take the 80s. I said cooler. I did not say cold. Well, what's Mid-60s? cooler? Mid-60s? Oh, Mid-60s that's, is... That's, that's still not real. That's still no, a fantasy. No, that's like we can wear Uggs and a cute Yeah, scarf. yeah. <laughs> it's all about the accessories. All right, look, uh, Sissy, stand by because you need to fill out the Savea form. It's Whoa, Baby Wednesday. Are you all ready Whoa. for that? We're going to check in with... How old is she now? She's 15 weeks. Did you have to think about that? I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you kind of so. stopped counting the weeks. I might switch it to months at this point. I don't know. Well, what's this but, whole yeah. thing about you got to call babies 38 months and not a couple years old, right? right exactly. Count- I never understood yeah. that. You kind of stop at like 18 months or like 12 months. I don't Do know. Do you? Because I have friends that went further than that. To me, after one year, <laughs> it's one year and a month. Right. I think so. She's a year. Yeah. Two days until our Kiss FM sold out jingle ball presented by Capital One and Caller 102 is picking up some tickets to that right now. This is Chris Say on the line in Chino Hills. Chris Say, how are you? Good morning. Hi, good morning, Ryan. How are you? Uh, super good. How are you doing in Chino Hills? I'm doing wonderful. Hopefully you guys are doing great as well. So far, so good, but it's all just started. It could go either direction. <laughs> how can we help right? you? Uh, well, you know, I called because I remember hearing a segment where Sissy was stating that, uh, you know, she took her kids to the park and it was like, you know, kind of chaotic taking them to the restroom. So I just kind of wanted to give her a tip of what I would do when I had my kids with me. We were at the park. Oh, so, you absolutely. Know, it's just, yeah. So it gets chaotic, you know, like, you know, you're having them on the swing and one of them's like, I got to go to the restroom. I can't hold it. So what I would do, I would take my kids' little porter potty thing, you know, the one that you teach them to use the restroom, the toilet in, and mm-hmm. I would take them in the car, have them do their business, and dump it out. It's so much easier. You don't have to worry about the public restroom and any grossness. So it worked for me. I don't know. <laughs> you know what's so funny? That is such a good tip, and I actually do travel with their little uh, portable toilet because it's yeah. happened to us where we've been on, like, a – Going road down trip. to Orange County to my parents' house. Yeah, like a little road trip. And I don't want to stop at a gas station or whatever. So I do just have them do their business um, in the toilet. But I Wait, didn't Tony, even did you hear think that? about You've that. You've got to stop on the side of the road to do your business. We should all have one of these. Yeah, <laughs> right just here. buy a little Definitely. one. <laughs> it they sell, no shame. No shame you guys, they sell adult funnels, by the way. I and don't I only know, know that this. I could, if I bought one, I don't know that I could talk about it. But... <laughs> They they make them, and I only know this because somebody DM'd me when I was talking about how I had to go to the bathroom when I was in line to get my vaccine at Dodger Stadium, and I had to use a porter potty during like peak COVID. Um, so, anyways, just you know, sidebar that. But Listen, thank you so much for the tip. I often stop in at a Taco Bell. 
and buy a taco and use the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. That's All right. Nice. Thanks for calling, Chris A. Let's get to your morning hike. Then I have a quote of the day today. So this is the time when you're most likely to fight with your spouse. Be aware this time of year. And it's not the time of day. It's situational. The time you are most likely to fight with your partner is after a party. Oh. After a party. Why? Because you're a little drunk? Men tend to exaggerate something about their wives for a laugh at many parties, <gasps> which makes people not happy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Remember the All Too Well music video by Taylor Swift? I don't. He didn't make her. He didn't. It was a party. They had like a dinner party and they got into a big, big fight after. But it was about the hand grabbing. It wasn't like he made fun of her. Ryan's right. Well, I'm not right. This is the University of Chicago that did this. Oh, right. And they said on the women's side, women might flirt with other men for an ego boost, which angers their husbands. So it's oh at the gosh. party. I'm, I'm thinking alcohol is involved in all of this anyway. I think so, too. Right? And it, it, it definitely accentuates the emotion. But it, just be respectful at the party. Exactly. Just you never want to make respectful. your spouse the butt of your joke. No, ever. 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 All right. Or talk behind their back. Yeah, well, that's a given, I guess. Today's quote. Until you get comfortable with being alone, you'll never know if you're choosing someone out of love or loneliness. Ugh, so painful. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Tubbs, bring in Emmy Melly on our Zoom here. Uh, Emmy, it's nice. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Nice to see you. I'm doing well, thanks. So I just got to set this all up for everybody. Um, if you know the name Emmy Melly from TikTok, then you know what's about to happen here. But born in born in Torrance, right? And then raised in Long Beach. Yes, yes, yes that's correct. I mean, literally in our backyard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And did you With always? Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Did you always want to be a performer at a young age? Yeah, to be honest, this is all I've been doing my entire life. I came out singing and dancing and performing, and I've loved it for as long as I can remember. I've never really wanted to do anything else. So this is all kind of a dream come true for me. And then you put out this song that everybody's following on TikTok called I Am Woman. Uh, yes. What was what was your reaction to see the response that everybody had to it? Um, It kind of took a while for it to really set in. Um. I'm sure you can imagine like what it would be like for your life to just suddenly change overnight. You know, I posted a video on Tuesday night just doing what I always do. And then on Wednesday, I woke up and all of a sudden my world was completely- It was that fast. Crazy. Wow. It's amazing. Literally that fast. And, you know, I've been doing this for years and years. So for it to just boom, like all of a sudden but, but, overnight. But, but this is, a, this is a, a song of empowerment that a lot of women are- yeah. Are, are using and spreading, which is such a beautiful thing with their photos and other stories on TikTok. Yeah. It, you know what? It's genuinely the most amazing and beautiful, incredible thing I've ever experienced. I can't tell you how it feels to to wake up and see all these amazing women feeling so empowered. You know, I, I don't know if you've seen the workout videos, yeah. um, Olympian videos, just all these body positivity videos, people dancing around their room, like feeling like they can finally love themselves. It's pretty much every artist's dream come true to know that your music is is really influencing people in that in, way. In a positive, and it's such yeah. a strongly positive way. Here's a, here's a clip of I Am Woman. I am 
That's Emmy Melly with us here on Kiss. I'm interested, you know, because we've been playing songs here for many, many years on Kiss FM, and then comes TikTok, and so many artists are getting their breaks through TikTok. How has that been such a part of your life, and what has it meant you to be able to do it directly? Yeah, so, you know, TikTok I kind of always just used as a tool for exposure. Um, when I first started putting out music, I TikTok was a new thing, and I kind of was just like, should I? You know, mm. I don't know. I'm not really sure if I would consider myself necessarily a creator as much as um, a musician. Right. So I was mostly just using it as a tool and um, mm-hmm. I enjoy it. I enjoy it. I, I like hearing people's feedback mm-hmm. and I think it's um, a really great way to directly communicate with the people that you that are going to be listening to your music, you know, like really get a feel for who your audience is. And I think it's a little bit more intimate of an experience. Yeah. To, to and immediate, people. immediate, as you said, from yeah. Tuesday mm-hmm. to Wednesday morning, Tuesday night to Wednesday morning. I also read something about you, which I thought was so cool. Uh, that you write your goals on sticky notes and put them on the back of your door? (laughs) Yes, I do. I do that. Um, I've been doing that since I moved out of my parents' house. Um, Every single apartment that I've been at actually has had a sticky note wall. Uh, And I kind of just take my wildest dreams and my wildest goals, even if they seem totally out of touch, as if it would be something I wouldn't be able to do for years and years. I just write them on sticky notes and just cover my wall in the sticky notes. And what's incredible is that I don't even, most days I don't really even look at them or pay attention to them, but somehow just having that goal there to wake up and. Yeah. And Helps you manifest. Sleep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. you know, I think if it were me in my apartment, moving away from my parents, the first sticky note would be make rent, pay for gas. <laughs> There'd be like so many things that I just. Oh, like, like, you have no yeah. idea. I, I literally have been working two jobs up until a week and a half ago. <laughs> and now you got to quit wow. one? At both. I quit both. You quit both. Good for you. <laughs> that's oh awesome. my goodness. I mean that's uh, that's not awesome I'm sure for your employers, but that's awesome in terms of this <laughs> step of success for you. Emmy, what honest. high school did you go to? I went to Los Alamitos High School. Oh, it's I in- had a feeling. Yeah, it's in <laughs> like that Seal Beach, Rossmore, Long Beach. Where so much, uh, Tanya so and I are time. both alumni from Los Alamitos High School. Go Griffins. Oh, no way. That's so cool. So much what, local what talent we... coming out of Los Al on this call. Hey, there we go. There <laughs> we go. go. Get our sticky note goals done. Um, check her out. Emmy Melly at Emmy Melly Music on TikTok. It's so nice to meet you. And congratulations on all the success um, and the fact that you got to quit both your jobs to do what you love. That's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm sure we'll see you soon somewhere. Take care. Thanks. You too. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. That's really cool. You guys are all in the same high school, different times, same school. It breeds talent. Different times for for sure. So she for sure goes to Volcano Burger. 20-something years. Well, that's on one of her post-its. Make mm-hmm. payment at Volcano Burger. <laughs> Ever since, Sissini, you started having children, we've come up with these sort of uh, questionnaire templates that we fill out <laughs> yeah. about babies and right. once or, or pregnancy grows, or pregnancy once Savea <laughs> grows up a little bit we're going to be looking to other team members here for our whoa whatever wednesdays i like that idea tubs you still yeah. involved still you still in a relationship oh yeah oh we, great we got a suitor tanya you're still in a relationship sure am we got a suitor so because it was it was hump day it was hump day bump day 
Mm-hmm. Then it was New Moon Mom Monday, <laughs> like that. No, it was Hump Day, Bump Day, New and then moon after I Mom had Monday, <laughs> I and then know, I had right? the twins, and then I would think it was Twin Tuesday. We did that for a while, and then we went back to Hump Day, Bump Day for Savea, and then here they we are again. Give, the company should give you an extra week off. You've given us too many segments. <laughs> and now the latest. Well, whoa, baby Wednesday. A checkup on the newest member to the team here, baby Savea, 15 weeks old. All right, so Mm -hmm. this week, what did she learn to do at 15 weeks? Uh, Tummy time was the highlight this week, which is very normal at this stage. You kind of want them to start lifting, gaining those neck muscles and being able to push off the ground and start lifting up and stuff like that. She kind of gets sick of it after five minutes or so. It's it's like an exercise called tummy time? It's yeah, it's like an exercise, but you oh. put toys and you put things that encourage her to kind of like reach for them and all milestones That's that she great. needs to reach. Mm-hmm. And tell us about the twins at this stage. How are they doing? So they're exploring their individualities. And actually, the rest of this form it turned into a lot of things about them because okay. um, right now they're they really are just. I guess, yeah, exploring their individualities. And for starters, they don't want to um, take baths or showers together anymore. So fine we do that. separate showers. Yeah, Makes I'm sense, totally yeah. fine with that, too. And honestly, it's it's easier. When, when I am one-on-one with them, it is a walk in the park. It is so simple. When they're together, and it's just like chaos. Well, then they team up. They've got, yes. I mean, numbers, right? They can team up in numbers. They've got their mm-hmm. their partner. All right, what's so a I moment that it. really made you laugh? I guess let's stick with Aza and Maxon. This is a good one. Okay, so Aza revealed to us that, well, I kind of was fishing for it, but she basically has a crush on the boy. Really? School. Yes. And so this was at dinner. And then, and so then Michael goes, well, like, almost like he was like, well, tell me more about him or what? And she got so she looked at me and she got so embarrassed almost like mom save me like she already has these feelings of but like i don't want to talk to daddy about boys but I, I, i'm okay that, talking to mommy about him isn't it fascinating how we're programmed at such a young age to get embarrassed about all of that the first time we talk about that it's it's fascinating which is why i cracked up i literally lost it and i just started laughing save me, mom. so save hard me. Oh, it's so cute, totally. though. And she's only three. We're in trouble. She's three years old, you guys. Yeah, that's, I, I mean, I don't know, but that <laughs> seems early. Seems early to I th- me. I remember having crushes in kindergarten. I definitely do. Yeah. Really? You can remember kindergarten? Yeah. All oh, yeah. Together. I remember. K through six runs together except for social studies. That one class I remember. All right. What about, uh, let's see, the realest moment of the last week for our Whoa Baby Wednesday form? This one, like, literally I felt every emotion in my heart for and I I, so I got my booster shot last Friday the Friday after Thanksgiving um and I brought Max in with me because he quite honestly him and Aza were just driving each other crazy so I was like it's time to separate Max and you come with me I got it at Ralph's like super chill we'll do some grocery shopping afterwards and so I sit down in the back room to get it and he saw the needle and I think he panicked thinking like it was going to be a shot for him even though I told him it wasn't so I sit down and he goes, Mommy, do you want me to hold your hand so you're not scared? Oh, melting moment. I know. And so he held my hand and I got the shot and it just, you know, it was a cute little moment. And you burst into tears? Not because of the shot, more because of. No, no I'm saying because that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I will be crying as a parent through everything, both the tough stuff and all the melty stuff. Uh, it's, it, yes, you will. You know and it's Fine beautiful. It. Madison is on the phone. It's Wednesday morning. Already the first day of December. 
Uh, yes. Madison, oh. how can we help you? Hi. Um, so I'm calling to see if I'm overreacting or not. Um, my sister's having a first birthday party for her daughter, my niece, who I love so much. Um, and I was looking forward to it. And, like, you know, I got her gifts and everything. And, like, I'm definitely going to be the favorite auntie. Um, but she actually, my sister just texted me yesterday and asked if I could wear long sleeves to the party to cover up my tattoos. Because I have, like, you know, basically full sleeves on both arms. Right. Um. And it really offended me. Like, you know, I don't know if it's like the other mom friends are there and like, I don't know, are weird about tattoos or whatever, because there's going to be other moms and other kids. But like, it actually really hurt my feelings and made me not want to go and be a part of like this very important day. And am I overreacting or I don't know. How do you feel? Well, this is your so this is your niece's first birthday. Yeah, I think it's so silly. I have a thought about this because I could picture myself in that situation with my sister telling me the same thing to cover my tattoos. Well, you don't have tattoos. No, if I did. And (laughs) here's the way I would handle it. There's two things I would do, two two prongs. Number one, beforehand, tell your sister how you feel. Or number Mm -hmm. two, wear the sleeves, enjoy the party, be there for your niece, and then talk to your sister after the fact to tell her how you felt and that you just didn't think that, that was right. And going forward, you don't want to have that kind of friction between the two of you. Oh, yeah. Both of those are great options. It's just, yeah, the day's not about me. So maybe That's what I'm saying. Maybe, maybe you cover them up. Right? Cover them yeah. up. Even, look, you know how you feel. Pause that for a moment for your niece and the first birthday party. And then afterwards, the next day, you have a conversation with your sister about what that really meant and sounded like and felt like to you. And that going forward, you're going to be in this little girl's life, but you're not going to, you know, come wrapped up every single time. And she's your sister. She's right. got to understand that. She's probably going to think it's really sweet of you to do what you did. I mean, it is yourself, very classy. Put yourself oh, out. Yeah, I got those brownie points and then guilt her. I like what you guys are saying. <laughs> well, no, I didn't say that, but however you want to look at it. <laughs> Good luck, Madison. Happy birthday to your niece. <laughs> oh, man. Right? Just m- make it about the little That's girl first move. and then say to uh, the adult, hey, look, this isn't cool. I-, I saw red the minute she said that story to us, but you took the classy route, and so... I think that's better. Well, only because I have to put myself in these situations, and I could have tattoos one day, I, and Flora is going to have a birthday party, and Mary's going to say, cover those like, up. No. You can't shelter your kids and people that you invite to a one-year-old but, birthday party but, because of tattoos. No, like, but you're just moment, assuming silly. that. Put it off You don't know. You don't know the, the answer. She didn't say why. There might be a reason why. On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Let me grab Trevor here on the line. Trevor, good morning. You are on Kiss FM. How are you doing, Trevor? I'm good. Good morning. Um, What's happening? Yeah, so I, yeah, I just had a question. I was listening a couple of days ago, and you had mentioned that Pete or guys are more willing to cheat when they have, I think those like hamsters and gerbils or rabbits or something like that. And Wait, hold I, on for a second. Hold, hold yeah, on for a second, yeah. Trevor. Yeah. My small brain has to backtrack here. I remember I was reading from somewhere. Now, I can't remember which paper or website it was from. But, yes, there was a website that said hamsters and rabbits. Uh, People who have pets 
that our hamsters and rabbits are more likely to cheat. That was a study. Yes. Okay. Big, big red flag. Big red flag for those furry animals. And I, I have been single for two years, and I don't know why, but I own a snake and a chinchilla, and I was wondering if maybe that's, that's the reason. Oh, boy. What do you think? You own a snake and a chinchilla, and you think that may be yeah. the why you're single. Correct. I don't my, know. I also, mean, they're uh, also on my dating profiles. Like my the pic, I'm holding them. Um, well, let's let's yeah, say so. I, to me that's it can be controversial. So it it could go either way. Someone could see the snake and think, "Wow, that's very sexy." Yeah, the snake's hot. Right. <laughs> and the no! chinchilla. Okay. All right, but the chinchilla. I couldn't yeah. do it. I could not feel comfortable sleeping at a guy's house knowing that he had a snake. Like, what if the snake ex- escaped and then got in the bed? And I, there's no Trevor, way. Trevor, why do you have that yeah. as your profile? Because I use it as, like, an opening line. I'm like, hey, ladies, you guys want to hold my snake? Um, yeah, that's you know? a problem. <laughs> I think that may be a problem. Uh, I, and, and that hasn't gotten any response? Oh, my <laughs> God. I mean, no, I mean I'll, so get, good. I'll get some. Some 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 ladies will be like, oh, your snake's so cute. Like, what's like, what's her name and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, then and I then mean, I'll just, for I'll, for I'll just, me, ladies, with, okay, yeah. yeah, for me, so. Trevor, it's got more likelihood to backfire than it does to forward fire. And I think it hasn't worked so far. So why don't you change it up and see what kind of reaction you get? And then, of course, when you're out <laughs> with them, you can talk about your snake. Right. So maybe take them off my profile, and put me on it. I, I well, so far it hasn't benefited you to have them on it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. Awesome. Right. I appreciate yeah. the authentic question. Let me tell you, wow. a man with a snake means he knows what's what? up. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't it. know. I think you say that in your isolation chamber, being in a relationship right now. But I think if you were out <laughs> on Tinder or Hinge again, and the guy has a picture of his snake and says, "Do you want to come play with my snake?" You would not respond to that. Yeah, I don't like the pickup line of "Would you like to come play with my snake?" But I feel like if a man owns a snake, there's probably it's a good. I think it's a good sign for other. I don't love it. And then, like, don't they have to feed them live mice? I just can't. I can't with the snakes. I mean, Trevor's not getting any traction, so I would completely change it up to see what happens. What's the downside? Exactly. In college, I dated a guy once that had a pig. And let me tell you, it was so weird because we'd have to put the pig in like the bathroom when we'd go to bed at night. It was just so How much. big was the pig? It was like a little like a pot belly pig. Like Oh, not like a wild one. boar running around. I no, think they're coming like back actually. Boar. I saw somebody walking a pig down Ventura the other day. It's and so thing. that means they're it's a trendy pet now? I mean, yeah, kinda. <laughs> you saw someone walking with a leash of pig on the sidewalk of Ventura? Yes. I love L.A. <laughs> I'm going to vote that that doesn't become a trend. <laughs> All right, so let's get to this trending report. Tanya says, is too busy to be in a relationship a legit excuse? All right, well, who's doing that in the trending report, Tanya? Okay, so it's Tiffany Haddish and Common. So the news of their split comes a year after Tiffany revealed that she and Common were dating on a, a podcast And in the article that I read, it said that the reason for their split was, and I quote, they are never in the same city together, and both of them are just too busy for a serious relationship. So 
it got me thinking because I had this debate actually the other day with a friend of mine who said that they wanted to focus on their career right now and didn't want to date. But then how the pandemic kind of changed that way of thinking for him because he was just like, I think that that is something that people tell you and that you really can have both at the same time. So I feel like if you say you're too busy to be in a relationship, it just means you're not that into them because if you were that into them, you would make time. Of course. But what if you're Tiffany Haddish and you've got this unbelievable, magical opportunity of a lifetime, but you are into somebody, but it's your dream to be Tiffany Haddish and get all of the opportunity that she's got or or also common for that matter, right? If you're common and your opportunities continue to be bigger than your wildest dreams, same with Haddish, uh, it makes it, it can make it tough, but I will say, I think you're both right. It just means it's not the right person to get you to pull back a little bit. doesn't mean it's the wrong person. I it's just not the right you, person to get you to pull back. I don't even think you would need to necessarily pull back. If they're having this like dream opportunity, if you have a dream opportunity, and then your partner can say, all right, if this is your dream opportunity, I can pull back a little bit right now and be with you and help you out and then it needs when it's my turn you can pull back and help me it's like compromise. you know who i see do that brilliantly who wait don't tell us let's guess stop yelling i'm right here <laughs> my gosh is it mila kunis and ashton kutcher <laughs> it's not who i was thinking about dax shepherd and Kristen bell not who i was thinking about hmm that's a good guess. Beyonce and Jay-Z. Not who I was thinking about. How oh, long you want to oh, do this? Uh, Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds. Oh, good one. Blake Lively. No, it's not who I was thinking about. And <laughs> those all could be people doing it. I was thinking about <laughs> Keith Urban and Nicole Kidman, only because oh. I saw it firsthand. Yes, exactly. Keith Urban and Nicole Kidman. Because when he was on American Idol, I got to see Keith Urban was a judge. I got to see up closely how they amazingly work their careers full speed and balance mm-hmm. it out and are there for each other when they have to be and need to be. And they do make it happen. Now, they have the resources to do it, but they make right. it happen. But I think, mm-hmm. look, in my life in the past, I've chosen career over love. Yeah. But, and dig deep on this. Do you think if it was the real love, the love, love, the one that you're supposed to be with forever, love, you would have done that? Do you think I'm going to give you all those answers right now in this segment? (laughs) No, I'm not. I adore you, but I'm not. I think he wouldn't have. I think you knew in your heart it wasn't the right person. So that's why you made those choices. Or was I just scared of it? So I focused on work. Was I scared? Maybe. Was I scared? Was I fearful of it being the right thing? And so I just buried my head in work. I think that because you just said that, that's probably what it was. I'm just throwing things out there. No. We should dig dig deeper on that, too. (laughs) This is fun. Let's pour the tea. Yeah, this is really fun. This is great. (laughs) I'm so excited about it. All right. Lizzie here. Anaheim. Lizzie, good morning. How are you doing, Lizzie? Hi. How are you? Doing well. So tell me about your fiance. What's going down? So uh, dating is really hard these days. And we met online about like right at the beginning of COVID. And it was great. It was wonderful. We were, we were greatly in love and everything. And then he proposed and, you know, it was all great. 
And so now that we're starting our life together, like when we met, like, like I didn't have many filters dating online, but the one filter that I did have was I wanted someone who has a college degree so that I, cause I, I dated one who didn't. And it was just, he would come home tired every day and would never want to go out because I said at a desk job at, after work, I want to go out. I want to go do things. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so I met my fiance he was he was teaching at the time, and then he decided he didn't like teaching anymore, and he was he was quitting. But then he didn't have anything else lined up, and then he started working um, like manufacturing, where he'd come home tired. And I I expressed how I didn't really want like that. And then he assured me like, oh, it's fine. Um, I'm making a lot more than I was teaching, and um, you know it'll be fine. And then after. Then, then, like now that we've been enga- we're engaged and 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 we're like trying to start a life together, I find out I I I happen to see his pay stub that he's only making minimum wage, and and it's like not enough for us to start a life here in California. Mm-hmm. And so I just feel being lied like he and he's been doing this like he's been working at his job for like almost a year, and I just feel lied to for over a year. And it's like, I don't know if I can trust him again. I agree. You know, I think there's two things at play here. One is you, one of your boxes is that there needs to be financial stability or security, certainly to live in this state, in Southern California. It is not living in a small town in a different state. It's expensive. And I think that's just one of your criteria. And there's nothing to be, doesn't no guilt with that. I think the bigger issue looking forward is that he did lie to you. But yeah. did he lie to you because he knew you would not be with him if he didn't? And because I gave him so many opportunities to tell me and that I would have worked with him. Like I could have helped him find something else and like, you know, do all these things. But he he said it was he was embarrassed at what he was making and he he felt ashamed and didn't want to tell me. But at the same time, like, if you feel that way, then, like, do something in the background in the meantime to to show that you're – or not even to show, but, to like – To make up for to, it. To, yeah, to make that change. Yeah, look, I understand how he might feel shame and not want to tell you. I do understand that. And I understand but, how you say, look, I'm giving the opportunity to tell me the truth. So now we have to figure out which is the bigger – which is the bigger concern that makes impact on being with the person that you're talking about being with for the rest of your life? Like, you know, it's the trust. It's the trust that's broken. And this is a slippery slope. If he's lying about mm-hmm. this, what's he going to lie mm-hmm. about when life gets harder in 15 years or 10, 15, you know what I mean? It's like, it's just going to be, in my opinion, a domino effect of probably future that's, lies. And that's what I worry about. Because so what even, happens? When, even when I asked, like, why did you lie to me? He was like, I didn't lie to you. And then I'm like, but you did lie to me. And he's like, how did I lie to you? And I was like, you lied to me by not telling me. That sounds like a compulsive liar. And it sounds like gaslighting. Isn't that gaslighting? Yeah. Telling you, you you're not hearing it, right? Or when he's mm-hmm. manipulating you. 
I worry, Lizzie. I, and I also you think understanding the term gaslighting. Like it's only been twenty years for me to try and understand. Yeah. I, I, I also think in a situation like this, it's a sign that maybe you should not move forward because you have so. There's a couple of issues here. One of which is the trust, and you did give him the chance, and you did ask, and he didn't. And then he's trying to tell you he didn't lie. That's like double trouble. Yeah, I don't love it. It sucks. Yeah, so now I don't, I don't, I feel like so my what do life you do? is all up in the air. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, I, I get that. It's And then if you say, this is not for me, now where are you? Well, you're starting over. Which is a great yeah, and like, place to be. You, every new beginning comes from some other beginning's end. The world is your oyster. Yeah. So you know you have two choices. To move forward and do it knowing what you know or to know what you know and stop. And it's your choice. Yeah. Lizzie, I wish I could give you a hug. I'm so sorry you're having these thoughts in this moment right now. Thank you, Ryan. Well, take care. And, you you know, listen to, really listen to your gut in this. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. All right, right, Lizzie. Thanks for calling. Good luck. I don't. I just want to. I want to give a nod before we take a break to uh-huh. Tanya's use of the semi-sonic song "Closing Time" in giving relationship <laughs> advice. <laughs> That's like one of my favorite lyrics and quotes of what did all you say? time. Every new beginning comes from some other beginning's end. Closing time. Oh my god! I didn't hear that, that song. Every no. new, beginning new beginning comes from some, some other, other beginning's end. end. And then she went into the world of the oyster. <laughs> On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. So if you have kids, listen to this. Or if you're thinking about kids, listen to this. Sisney's saying that there is news out today that children in the Netherlands are the happiest kids in all the world. And as a mom, as a parent, all you want is for your kids to be happy. So does that have to do with school? Does that have to do with nature? Does that have to do with beauty? What is it? It's it's a mixture of a few things, right? It's not just one answer. But apparently, parents in the Netherlands have an assertive parenting style, which sets very clear boundaries for children. Children need boundaries. They need rules. They need consistency. They thrive on that. And so that, that basically correlates with positive outcomes for children. Also, shame can be really damaging to kids, especially at an early age, so you really should never shame your children for, you know, natural curiosity or things like that. So the Dutch have a reputation of being very open with their kids and talking about topics that are maybe taboo or uncomfortable to talk about in other countries. Such as? Um, such as like if you're like maybe sexual topics or, you know, things like that. I think like when children ask you don't like don't shame them for being curious about their body parts or things like that. You know, I think that it's very important to keep that conversation going. And then, yes, it comes down to the schools, Ryan. So apparently the schools in the Netherlands are not very competitive. They value diversity and they are more inclusive. So exam scores are not everything when it comes to schools there. Children feel like they can be who they want to be and they're not being judged. And so does that, that's good for the kid being a happy kid. How does that work when they're an adult? 
Well, if the exams aren't valued. No, but I'm saying if you don't have to learn the things in school, I love all the other components of the yeah. school, but what if, if exams aren't important? That's a good Does question. that matter when you become an adult when it's time to get a job? I don't know. Maybe, I mean. Look, I, I think the things about shame, that's our fault. That's yeah. our fault from our generation and our parents and the generation of their parents and, and so on. Because, you know, our parents and their parents didn't talk about half the stuff we talk about on this show. Yeah. No. Not and so at that's all. like generational how it's sort of passed down. Now, you're probably much more liberal than your parents were with you. Yes, absolutely. But I'm also I'm finding similarities with uh, like striving to be the best, like the competitiveness of it. Like that is in my blood and I don't know that that's now that I'm reading this beneficial to children. Like maybe you need to let them be. Maybe we put too much pressure on our kids. Maybe well, I, they're I too think, stressed I out. I think we can. I know that if when I played, let me just take you back to when I played basketball. Church mm-hmm. league, I sucked. My dad played basketball in college. He was good. If he pushed me harder, I would have gotten really down on myself about it. But he kind of knew right. I wasn't so good at it, so he let it go. Oh. But if he dad. wanted me to be like him and got competitive about it, I'd be scarred yeah. still today. So yeah. it's dangerous. Yeah. It's a slippery it slope. Is. I know. I've never been to the Netherlands. Oh, never? It's beautiful. No, have you? It's one I, I've been to Amsterdam. One of it's one of the most beautiful cities and one of the cleanest cities. They do what? street sweeping every night. Like the you know fault- how we have street sweeping once a yeah, once they a do, week. Cl- every night. What was it? The Fault in Our Stars, the movie that was shot there? That made me cry with uh oh, the the, yeah. the football Ansel players. Elgore and Shailene Woodley. Yeah, Shailene yeah. Woodley, uh-huh. right? With uh, what's his name, Anders, uh, Ro- Rogers? No, Aaron Rodgers is dating Shailene Woodley, right? Engaged yeah. too. Oh, yeah. Engaged too. Yeah, and so she was in that movie that took place there, and I remember all the scenes, the beauty there, the fault in our stars. The way your brain works, Aaron Rodgers. There she goes, <laughs> shaming my brain. <laughs> On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Hey, Megan Trainer. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, <laughs> Silent Night. Dang. I'm Megan Trainer. You want me for the next uh, Christmas album? Yes, sir. <laughs> I'm ready. I mean, I I've been singing the songs in church all my life. Yes, you have Christmas, baby. Uh, and you too. Happy early birthday, twenty seconder. Wow, you know me so well. I love this. Thank you well, so much. You, so what happens between 22 and 24 with you guys? It's like that. the 22nd is my birthday, and then yeah. every other day is just like get ready for Christmas, you know? I, if, I could, if I could reprogram it, I would do your birthday 22, my birthday 23, yep. then Christmas Eve, then Christmas Day. It'd be like a four-day affair. Yep, 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 yep. I love this. We should have our moms talk about this. My mom literally looked at me like as if I didn't know and was like, his birthday is Christmas Eve. <laughs> Every time I talk to Every him. Every time we talk. Hey, you know, last time I think you were giving us the scoop on the baby music class, right, that your son Riley is in. Yes. And you said every everybody goes to that. Some very well-known people, Hillary Duff and Manny Moore and Ashley Tisdale and all the kids. Now, Sisney, doesn't yeah. this sound like something that you and baby Savea should cameo? You're invited. I am? Yep, I'll make a call. Oh my gosh. So, what what happens there? What will she do with her baby? What will they do? 
It's great. You show up with your baby. Um, your husband can go if you want. My some most husbands don't go, but my man goes. Um, yeah, he drives us, <laughs> and and then we sit there and we sing our hearts out. And the baby's like mostly don't know what's going on, but sometimes they'll just like eat the toys or when the bubbles go yeah. down, it's like a party. So it's Aww. fun. Babies with bubbles. That's the move right there. Yeah. And you know, I'm in the <laughs> valley, so this really makes sense. Oh my goodness, it's happening. And Sisney, you can sing this. Here, listen. You can sing, sis. You're good at it. I mean, it's got soul. Your holiday oh, music got, so your Christmas good. got soul. I love your Christmas music, man. Oh, you my song. I'm sure it's only your song. <laughs> on rotation there. And you have your, with your music video for My Kind of Presence out now, and you can just put that on a loop. Yes, and my son's in it. First, first appearance. <laughs> I love oh, it. Oh, my gosh. Uh, that's exciting. Yeah, it's super exciting. And my husband, his first music video, too, with me. So, so how, yeah. how were you as, as the mom in this situation? Were you a stage mom with the baby? Were you hands-on, controlling? How was it? Uh, his part was so little, so it was only a few minutes. But um, <laughs> it, was, it was him, like, reading this, this book. And on the pages, there's nothing on them. So I was like, guys, he's not going to be interested. And he is a full-blown actor and was like, wow, look at this book, turning the pages. And we were just screaming like, get it, Riley. So I was very Aww. proud. He's very nine proud. months now? Is he nine months? Yeah, yeah. He's almost 10 months. Jeez. Okay, so l let's get to this. We have to talk about this. It's another Macy's Wishlist Wednesday. We partnered with Macy's, who's also working with the Make-A-Wish Foundation. So wonderful. It's time to get presents for people. It's time to start thinking about others in your life. And today we're focused on Macy's toys and games for the whole family. So what kind of toys and games do you guys like, Megan? Oh, man. This year I got a lot of cousins. Um, I've been getting them a lot of, like, physical, like, moving toys where, like, you got to yeah. move your body. Um, I got a lot of, like, the dance, dance, revolution, the, what are those things, whatever. Yeah, I try to get games that make you go outside, too. You know, G games that create some motion, which creates emotion. Yes, yes, I'm all about health. But I also love board games like Sorry. Sorry is my favorite <gasps> board game ever. I think that's a classic. I grew up, my yeah. parents, I think, grew up playing that. Yeah, that's why I always played at my grandma's house. Did y'all have Candyland? <laughs> yeah, um, Candyland. Yes, absolutely. Candyland, the photos in Candyland were all I wanted. The photos of yeah, the ice right? cream. Yeah, right. I was like, why does this look delicious? So, what are you looking forward to this Christmas, Megan? Oh, man. Um, well, I haven't got to see a lot of my family, you know, because um, of how the world is. So I'm excited to finally get everyone together again and squeeze them and hold them. And yeah. uh, I, I, I moved to a new home. So I've been it's been Christmas here since right after Halloween. So I can't wait for everyone to see all my beautiful decorations I worked really hard on. So uh, yeah. Are you hosting? Oh, yeah. Always mm. at my house. But my mom and dad cook because I can't. can't I it. love it. I love it. Well, tell the family hello. Uh, Megan Trainer with us, her music video for My Kind of Presence out now. And visit Macy's.com slash wish list for all the gifting needs you need. You take care. Happy birthday. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy birthday. I love you guys so much. I'll see you in music class. See you I'll there. see you in music class. Bye. 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 Yeah, bye. <laughs> so, Sissini, done. You now have oh. a fun activity with Baby Savannah. Can't wait.
little I, intimidated because they all can sing. Oh, so them singing Sissini, lullabies. Please, did you do <laughs> Ram It for us? Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> not me. This is you, isn't it? Listen how good you sound. No. Are you like sure that's not Harmony. you? Uh, it's Fifth Harmony? What about, this is you, then. There right. you go. This is his. No. Who's this? Like, do you know how to Carly Rae Jepsen. Do you know <laughs> how oh, it's to Carly Rae Jepsen? Uh, here's yours. I'm sorry. There you go. You know All right, Coming to a baby that. class near you. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. That is going to do it for us. Tomorrow it's Upfront Thursday and Ryan's Roses. So tickets to Jingle Ball presented by Capital One in the first few rows every time you win. Also, Ryan's Roses. Her husband left his email open and she found a password reset request for an app that he really shouldn't be on. Up. 7.40 tomorrow morning, all right? Thanks for listening to On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.